The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gonna this town tonight I'm Lux Sports Talk Welcome to the show, 888-346-9144 It is Friday Gonna have a great day today. I finally got my raps in from It Works. So here is my here's my daily breakdown. Well, I know you actually it's my morning breakdown. I'm gonna do this show. I'm gonna try not to drink this morning. That means Bloody Mary. I was gonna golf, but I'm not getting into no golf. We're gonna get into some uh I'm going to the gym. I'm gonna get back at the gym. I gotta I gotta get these abs right, these abdominals right. You gotta do my cardio, be down at the village. Um, but that's my show. Uh, welcome to the show. Call in, like I said, you know the show. You know it's gonna move by fast. There's a lot of topics, a lot of things I'm gonna get into. I left off talking about Geno Smith, so I get back into that. Other than to say that he got his jaw fixed, so maybe that's all I need to say about that. He has a plate put in his jaw. I get into uh, five Nebraska guys, collegiate guys. I, I don't know what needs. To, I, I do. I can fix this. Now normally I charge a high rate, high percentage. For this type of information. But I'm going to give it to you all free today. These collegiate kids have to stop getting in trouble. Five kids at Nebraska were suspended. They're suspended for the season opener. So it couldn't have been too much to do. Maybe the co- coach is trying to prove a point. And Nebraska last year, I believe they went 9-4. and four, uh, And it was 5-3. and three In their conference. It's not Nebraska we know. It's not the Nebraska that I played against at the uni- from the University of Kansas. But 9-4, that's room to build. You get the right recruits in. You probably was a game here, a game there. Could have easily been 10-2, maybe 7-1 in your conference. And Nebraska has moved to the Big Ten. And I watched this game they played against Nebraska. I mean, I'm sorry, Michigan State, first game of the season. Almost came back and beat Michigan State. Uh, they got got a, tired at the end of the year. But they uh, they lost some close ones last year, uh, 42-45. They need to show up their defense. They uh, beat Iowa 37-34. My main, my main point, my main point of concern is a lot of coaches have to bring back the veteran guys. There has to be some veteran leaderships. There have to be some guys, even those guys that got in trouble, because they have to be a mentorship program within this uh, collegiate thing, collegiate sports, whether that be football, baseball, basketball, strike, whatever. But you don't have you don't hear a lot of track guys. Track is almost like intramural, but it's a huge part of what the universities are, are doing over there. You get a lot of other athletes, football players, some baseball players running track. Five collegiate players were suspended for the first game opener. And again, if you suspend it, you suspend it. But only for one game. And everybody knows the first game of any season is really not a tough game, although Ohio State plays Virginia Tech. 
Virginia Tech did beat Ohio State, who then Ohio State goes on to win the national championship and this new BCS or this new BS we have with the playoffs. But if you're getting suspended still today, that leads me to believe that there's no, and I, I keep going to it, there's no psyche valve. Something's not right with that. There's no psyche valve with these kids coming in because the business of Nebraska and being in the Big Ten now is about winning football games. So I'm recruiting these guys on their talent alone. There are certain universities that won't recruit guys just on talent. You have to have some type of sense. Then you got to have a culpability about being accountable, or I should say more so on who you are. What, what, what do you do here? You can say in the National Football League, this is the Patriots' way, but we can see what the Patriots have done. They've had grown men getting in trouble over there. They still have one of their faces in Tom Brady in trouble over there. But if you're not bringing any alumni, and alumni sounds old, so I usually tend to stray to the word legends that went to your university, played. See, here's the thing with me. Here's my problem with the, uh, from college on, a lot of businesses and companies come into the football offices and want us to go do things for them to motivate their workers. And that's fine. That's fine. It's, it's, a, it's a tactic that, you know, should be used on both sides. But a lot of these companies don't come get these guys say, you can work for me one day. And if these guys are keep getting in trouble on a collegiate level, well, I don't know if I want you to work for me. I'll just continue to use you to come motivate, show my workers in the workforce, in the work area, that here's how you get motivated. Here's how you get a Division I scholarship. Not so much a Division I scholarship, but the discipline it take to get a Division I scholarship. Tell your story. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a testimony. And other people want to hear it. Good or bad, other people want to hear it. And if it was bad, they want to hear the great part of how you came out of it. This motivates companies, IBM, uh, Google, and all those big-name companies. A lot of the CEOs or presidents, they go into the football field area and get players in. And pay, they actually pay you. You can't get paid in college, per se. But on the NFL level, they actually pay you to come in there and talk to and motivate, tell your story. And get your cheapest possible if they can, but your story is worth thousands. Thousands, if not millions, depending on how you're taking and what's the format and platform you're on. The stories need to be told, but these stories need to be told to these kids who's coming in as high school seniors. First year freshmen, second year sophomores, these things. Because we're getting a lot of kids doing stupid stuff and still doing stupid things that's already been done before. So here, here we go again with the crime and the punishment. Here we go again with the, the the case law. It's been done before. Here's the trouble you want to get into. Now, if you suspended for one game, it's a cake game anyway. So Nebraska's not going, they're not spending five, suspending five guys. Although it would be honorable as a head coach in Nebraska to spend, suspend five guys over team rules or team or violation of team rules if that game was big. But these guys get to play the next game. That's no consequence. Even if you ball out in this cupcake game that you're going to play in the first game, and let me find out, because maybe this game is not a cupcake game, but let me find out who they're playing the first game. 
the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Let me find out their schedule for 2015. And it may be a cupcake game, but my whole point to this to this opening, and this is not my rant. This is actually a story. So my, I don't actually have a rant other than, actually, I don't. I don't have a rant. I will say I got some news come across my uh, my phone this morning about Snoop Dogg, and I get to uh, Nebraska's 2015 season schedule as soon as I can find it. Snoop Dogg's son gives up football. Now, I watched this guy play in high school. He went to UCLA. He was a four-star recruit, whatever that means to you. And some of these guys, four-star, five-star. I've seen a lot of two, three-stars endure more and come out being successful than who some prognosticator says, this is a four-star guy, this is a five-star guy. Easy with the numbers. Easy with the how many stars you put behind a guy's number because you got a four-star guy and uh, Cordell Broaddus, Snoop Dogg's son, who went to UCLA on a full scholarship, was a receiver, outstanding receiver on the collegiate level. This guy gives up football. And if you know Snoop Dogg, you know Snoop always... He's been out of Arizona. He's he's brought a lot of his um, football teams out here to play. Snoop is a huge, huge football fan. Who isn't? The way they market. He's a huge football fan. He's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan from California. It makes some sense out of that, but that 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 defense they had growing up, Snoop probably remembers that. He probably remembers the talent, but he might like the colors. A lot of guys, a lot of people like the football teams or sports teams because of the uniforms. That might be the initial reason why they like them, but then they start liking them because they start knowing the players, learning the players. Team may start winning. Then they get something to brag about. They get something to talk about over the water cooler. Cordell Broadus has reportedly given up football at UCLA. This right after the incident with uh, Sean Cones and his son, and his son being a um, more so of a special team player over there. And we don't have the legitimate reason. I guess his son wants to move on. Snoop's son wants to move on to bigger and better things. And ladies and gentlemen, there are bigger and better things than football. Although I've said yesterday on the show, football is life. Sports is life. Football being a huge part of that. Everything else is just a game. So maybe his son want to play in this game. Maybe his son want to get into the business that his dad in. Not so more, not so much rapping, or or being the art, the artist that he is, but more on the back end of the business because that's where the money is really being made. These A and R companies, uh, man, they they really they really it's almost a grand scheme, grand hustle. They put you out there. You're just an artist. You're the artist that sits down at the table and comes up with these great concepts, these great lyrics. With a story to tell. Now, I don't listen to too many rap, much rap these days because of the content. Now, it's all about, it's all about the beat. I, guess, I think it's been that way for a while. So maybe his son wants to get into that type of business. Cordell Broaddus at the UCLA. As I mentioned also that Snoop, that uh, Sean Combs' son, Sean Combs' son may be done at UCLA the head coach at UCLA said, well, we only brought him in for a publicity anyway. I think Diddy, Sean Combs, 
put his son in UCLA because he's always in California doing business. And it just happened he's at practice and he's he's hearing his uh, weightlifting coach, his trainer, go at his son. No dad wants to hear that, but sometimes that's what's needed. That is the guy who's most around your kids than any other coaches for that matter because you train all year round. And the one thing the parents don't know or the outside public don't know, you don't get faster in college. I argue with guys about this. You don't get faster in college. You get quicker. You get stronger. You get more powerful. Things slow down for you because you become more smarter. You become smarter. So it seems like you're getting faster. Your instincts just got better. The, the understanding of the game has gotten better. So you've gotten smarter and you're getting quicker. Again, the strength coach, the trainer, they're with you most of the time because that's all you're doing outside of going to class. That's what you're doing preparing for football outside of going going to class. Sean Combs didn't like the way his son was being talked to. He went in there with a five-pound dumbbell. Probably was a two-pound dumbbell because it's Sean Combs. Probably was a two-pound and threatened. So that was a big case there. I don't know what's going on with these athletes uh, at UCLA. They're just not wanting to play football. UCLA, I've always thought, was a great program over there. But the four-star UCLA class of 2015, Snoop's son being one of those guys, he's deciding to shut it down. He narrowed it down to, I think he wanted to go to UCLA anyway. I mean, USC. He might have wanted to go to USC. I think he'll pick it up because I watched this guy play in in Vegas in Bishop Gorman. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back and I'm going to finish that story and we're going to move on to something else. This is of Sports Talk. It is Friday. Take a quick break and I'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. For the first week of July, The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, will explore the exciting world of bows, broadheads, and the off-season grind. So joining us will be Cabela's Archery Category Manager, Ryan Schutz, plus Sportsman's Channel, Mitch Petrie, and Chad Hall from Sheep Shape, and Outdoor Channel's Ryan Langerhans from Buck Commander. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Welcome back. One last sports talk, 888-346-9144. That is the number to call in to be a part of the show. Let me recap and wrap up the first segment. 
There are kids still getting in trouble on the collegiate level. Enough is enough. You get in trouble on the collegiate level, on the collegiate level, and there's nothing pretty much done about it except a one-game suspension. And that game is a cupcake game. Couldn't find the schedule in Nebraska, but who cares? It's probably a cakewalk game. You're not punishing these guys. So these same, the same kids, hopefully not, and the kids to follow those kids coming out of high school, well, they're going to see the same thing and do the same thing. The punishment is not severe. Even on the NFL level, the punishments are not severe. You cannot find, I mean, you might find some idiots fighting over $600, but you cannot find them enough where you're paying them millions and millions of dollars and you find them $100,000. Okay, well, here it is. As long as I get to play football again. There has to be something implemented in place for these college kids. There has to be something implemented in the place for the National Football League. The NFL Legends community is doing a great job at that. I'll speak a little bit on that. But to wrap up the college guys, you better get a psyche value. You better have these kids' punishment more severe. You better do your research other than their talent. You better find out what this kid has done in college, in high school, I'm sorry. Has he ever, you know what you can do? You can watch their Facebook. You can watch their Instagram, their Snapchat. What else is out there that these kids do? Their Twitter. You watch all, you watch that stuff and who they associate with. This is where colleges got lazy anyway. But for the most part, you can find out who's who. Because you associate yourself with these kids who saying these words, doing these things on these social media networks. Then you can save yourself a lot of time, a lot of heartache, a lot of suspension. It looks good to suspend five kids for the first game when the first game really don't matter. When you're in Nebraska, man, you have enough talent over there to get past that first game. Anything can happen in the football game. We all know that at any time. What you need to do, college, universities, you need to bring back your alumni and have them in place and have them around. You need to have a mentorship program. So these kids can not only, don't always have to go to the head coach, but they can go to a former player, whether that former player has been in trouble or not. Even the ones that have been in trouble have a better story because they've come out of it. And not to say that a kid can get in trouble say, I can be this guy. He got in trouble. Well, I can get in trouble because I'll come out of it. Your mind's not that strong. If you're thinking about getting in trouble, obviously your brain and your mind, your thoughts are not that strong. But there's also some kids that went to college, played play ball there, Never got in trouble. What do they do? Someone told me this years and years ago when I first came to the Arizona Cardinals. This is 94, 95. They said, you know, just in conversation, you want to be a millionaire? Here's how you be a millionaire. And this had nothing to do with football. You take a successful person out, whether they're a millionaire or not, but a successful person out to lunch. Never talk about their business. Never talk about your business. Just watch the mannerisms of that person. Watch how that person carry themselves. Watch how people respond to that, those people. And then you'll start adapting those things. And I, and I tell guys this today, even when you're going to college. Find that guy who's doing the right thing. Find a guy and latch on to him. Find a guy who knows how to study. An upper classer. An upper class guy who doesn't mind. And, and none of them should mind, but doesn't mind teaching a young kid the ropes. Because it, at the end of the day, it's all about winning on Saturday if you're in college. It should be all about winning. 
I was one of those guys who taught every guy that came in there uh, with every program I was a part of. Because if I got hurt, which means I was the starter, but if I got hurt, that next guy got to come in. It's team first. It's team first, me second, then everybody else. But at the end of the day, seriously, it has to be about winning. It has to be more so about, it has to be a bigger picture uh, to that. So on the on the collegiate level, on a professional level, well, there's same thing. You have to bring alumni guys, legend guys, back into your program. Who's about to do a great job of that? The San Francisco 49ers. They're going to do a great job of this. They bring the new coach. Now, they have, a, they have no chance of being successful this year. Actually, they do. you got to line up. But they lost 13 guys. And some of these 13 guys, I know, 90% of those 13 guys they lost last year, not even playing football, they just retired. Some of these guys, two of them went to other teams. I think two or three went to other teams. These guys are not on the roster anymore. Then the, the recent loss in Alden Smith, a guy who continues to get in trouble, a guy who's pr- this program that I'm thinking of will be tremendous for, will be a huge part for uh, Alton Smith, who continues, 25 years old, could be one of the best linebackers. And they lost a linebacker last year who was one of the, in Willis, who will probably go into the Hall of Fame at some point. But they losing these guys. Now, Willis was never in trouble, but in the grand scheme of San Francisco 49ers, what they're doing, they're adapting this program. They're bringing the alumni back. They're bringing the legends back. They want them around the program. They want these kids to be able to talk to those guys and get that aura of, we've done this, we've done that, as a franchise. Now, if I can just get those other colleges and those other teams to do that, we'll be fine. Because a lot of the professional teams, what they're doing is bringing their alumni back just to go to a game, more so to make them look good. But if you were at the game, the players on the field don't see you there. This is more for, this is business. This is when they, they actually come to the stadium and hang out in the suite and sign autographs and you do it for five or a hundred to a thousand dollars. That's showtime. That's just for show. If you're really trying to have, a successful organization, business company. You bring old people in that's been there and done that so you can see. So those who they're working now, especially in the sports world, they can see, oh, this guy's still successful. What did he do? I would like to talk to him. What did he do after football? I would like to talk to him. We know he made a lot of money, but what he's doing now, guys like um, who's one of my favorites, Roger Starbucks for the Dallas Cowboys. I grew up watching these Dallas Cowboys. Used to be one of my favorite teams until I – Start playing against them, or till they started doing drugs, or till they start till they fired Tom Landry in the way they did it. You don't fire Tom Landry. You ask Tom Landry, would you please take a front office place? Would you please? You beg Tom Landry. Don't make me look bad. Would you please take a front office place? And you fire him the way you did. You lost a Dallas Cowboy fan for life, and me. But Roger Starback, he's a guy that played at a high level. We know that. He's a huge real estate mogul. This guy does real estate all over Dallas. He might have it on lock, making millions of dollars doing that. So you got a guy like Roger Starback coming back into your program? Well, I want to be around that. Well, I like to talk to him. How do I get in real estate? I know I got to take the classes, but what is my approach? You bring those guys. He, had, he would have no problem. Neither should any of the guys to go back 
and they're back for the right reasons, should have no problem showing these young guys the ropes. Because you did it when you played football. You showed them how to play the game because you wanted them to be better because if they were better, the team was better. So why don't you show them, start preparing for football the minute you, preparing for life the minute you get into football. So the programs need to be in place. All right, let's move on because I could talk about that all day long. I could, and I probably will on other shows, but it's Friday. <sighs> Straight out of Compton is coming out, the new Ice Cube movie. Uh, why say Ice Cube? It's not Ice Cube. It was the whole NWA. And my opinion on the NWA, now, I'm not going to see the movie. I just won't go see it. I don't watch reality shows for the nonsense they keep portraying and putting out. Anybody that know me know that you can't keep putting out that garbage because it's a lifetime of, of, of you, it's a lifetime. You can see that forever. It never goes away. It's kind of like the idiocy of uh, social media. You, you, you're sounding tough and you feel tough. You push sin. You can never get that back. It's out there forever. You're making these movies and 100 years down the road, you're making these trash reality shows and 100 years down the road, somebody's going to see that and say, oh, that's how they were? This how those people were? So I really don't indulge into that type of trash. I'd rather read a book. I'm reading a good book anyway. So I won't be saying that, but the movie is coming out. I'm not promoting the movie, but Ice Cube is doing some great things. It's not an Ice Cube movie. It's an NWA movie and how these guys became to be. And if you really don't know the story, behind the story, Ice Cube, well, NWA was created to combat public enemy. Public enemy was saying so much positive things. Well, let's promote these guys out here in the West Coast, NWA, and combat all that positivity so the people can do this or opposed to that. But if you don't know, you think I'm talking crazy. If you don't know about the contrast between the two groups, now these guys today, buddies, huge component of uplifting. But they didn't know what they was part of. They were pawns in this big, this big game. Professor Griff said something in Public Enemy. They had to isolate him because Aristotle was paying the bills. But Public Enemy didn't stop putting out that positive music. This is Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. But Kwame Lassie Sports Talk show goes everywhere. goes across the board. Ice Cube of NWA, huge sports fan, huge Lakers fan, huge uh, Oakland Raiders fan. He's a proponent of trying to get the team down back in L.A., an uh, Oakland team back in L.A., St. Louis want to get there. The San Diego Chargers want to get there. I don't see any fans going to any football games in L.A. L.A. is such a transit place. I thought Arizona was transit. L.A. is such a transit place. Where will you put the stadium? Because everybody wants that new stadium, especially St. Louis. And I think the owners of St. Louis have some land in California. Everybody wants that stadium out there. I don't think the San Diego Chargers want to share a stadium. I know Oakland deserves a new stadium because I'm tired of playing on them playing on that baseball field half of the time. St. Louis wants to move out of St. Louis, stay in Earth City, and, and win some football games. They want to leave because everybody wants to be the big fish in this little pond. Because if you're talking about the St. Louis Cardinals, the bigger fish out there are the St. Louis uh I mean, yeah, St. Louis Rams, the, the big fish is the St. Louis Cardinals. So the Rams, you know, in their time when they won those Super Bowls or went to some Super Bowls and won one, 
St. Louis cars are still irrelevant out there. They're still the big fish in that little pond. Now, Earth City is very small, but the game is played downtown. But everybody wants their new stadium. All teams want a new stadium. Look what Dallas Cowboys did. Look, they put their stadium in the middle of nowhere. You see that thing from space. You look at the uh, Arizona Cardinals, what they did. There was a lot of places we thought that stadium should be. They moved it out in Glendale. Got to take a quick break. Come on, Sports Talk. Come back. we finish up with some more sports. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society on all around sports host john inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world including players owners and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today john will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events tune in to all around sports with john inglesby fridays at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific on the voice america sports channel Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Just waking up in the morning. Welcome back. Quamalize with the Sports Talk. You know you can listen to that song anytime, all the time. There's, there's quite a few songs out there that would play forever, like the uh, We Are the Champions. That song, We Are the Champions, I, f- I forgot who, I forget who, um, I, I know, but I can't think of the group. But that song, songs like that, and the Bust the Move song, Queen. <laughs> there you go, appreciate that. Queen. We are the champions. That song can play forever. This song right here, uh, the Friday song, Ice Cube, plays forever. Bust the Move, plays forever. There's quite a few songs out there. I could go on for that. I can make a whole show of that. The songs that will play forever. But playing forever, here we go. Let's talk about some football. A week removed from the Hall of Fame game, the flag football game that it was, the the game that was not worth watching, but it has to put a, be a game in place. We had some football. It's getting better, and it's getting better. We had games last night. With the uh, the game I watched last night, as I was uh, enjoying my happy hour, was the um, San Diego Chargers and Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys lose that game seventeen seven. Chargers Chargers look good. Dallas Cowboys didn't look bad, but you know it's preseason, first preseason game. Not a lot of guys going to play that game. I wouldn't play my starters. There's 
there's talk right now that Sam Bradford wouldn't play, is not going to play in the game this weekend for the Philadelphia Eagles. Why should he? This game is not going to matter. And if he did go out there, you're going to give him five plays anyway. But the game I watched, one of the games I watched, and then I watched a lot of highlights of the other ones, like the Redskins and Cleveland. Cleveland looks good with both quarterbacks, Josh McCown and, and Johnny Manziel. Look good, both of them. So as long as I, I think it's more of a pulse thing, I think you go into the season with Josh McCown as the Cleveland Browns quarterback and let that be what it is. He had a great year two years ago in Chicago and then goes to Tampa and have the worst year ever. Free agency is what it is, so he's in Cleveland right now as the starting quarterback, starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Johnny Manziel right there on his heels. <clears throat> so they're going to find a way to put him in because you can't sit a guy with that much talent on. You bring him and put him in the slot, get a little reverse plays, things of that nature. Same thing you would do with uh, the Terrell Pryor, who's uh, I think he's over there in Tennessee somewhere. But you do that with Terrell Pryor. You, he wants to be a receiver. I don't like when guys, when we know their quarterback, their passions, everything has been a quarterback. If you could keep giving uh, the quarterback in Philadelphia, keep giving um, – what is his name? Him chance after chance after chance. Then to real pride, you should stick to quarterback. Hold, stick to your guns. Now, they, they tell you you can't play, but then you move to receiver. They put you in positions where they have you throw the ball. So are you a quarterback or are you a receiver? The Dolphins, they lose to the Chicago Bears 10-27. to 27. Chicago Bears' defense was a... Uh, it was okay at best, even though they score. Quarterback uh, Jay Cutler looked good uh, for his time out there. The um, But the Dolphins didn't look bad. Their defense didn't look bad uh, per se. But you bring in the second and third team because a lot of coaches want to see who's going to make their team, whether that be backups or special teams. So these are the games you, you, you're going to have. Uh, Green Bay Packers, they beat the Patriots. Tom Brady in his Patriots preseason debut was one for four for 10 yards, I believe. He comes out to, uh, and, this, and I just saw this, he comes out to uh, Jay-Z, throws one for four for 10 yards. Green Bay Packers, their quarterback, probably the best quarterback, Aaron Rodgers in the National Football League today, he throws 19 passes. Have a, great, have a great day. They beat the Green Bay Packers 22-11. to 11. Their defense showed up. Garoppolo got sacked seven times, six or seven times. They're going to have to fix up this offensive line. They're going to have to scheme. Um, and Tom Brady wasn't in there because those guys, it's, it's crazy that when another when one guy is in there, the how you play as opposed to too comfortable. You can't afford to be the offensive lineman to get Tom Brady sacked and out for the season. You were really not expecting Garoppolo to be your starting quarterback throughout the season. Now, if he misses any game, the four games, we still have this case going on with the NFL and Tom Brady with this deflate gate nonsense. I can't believe that this is a story. Put this on the back page. Get it done. You don't have to keep keep promoting it because somebody's getting paid for promoting this garbage. If you, Tom Brady doesn't want to go down and put this on his legacy, go down as, yes, I cheated. I knew what was going on. So he's going to fight it to the end. If he's found guilty still and he misses the four game. Everybody then would say, especially the people in New England, especially the people in Northeast, Northeast people, going to say, I still don't believe it because the way he fought this case, well, he's fighting this case for that reason. If he's innocent, he's innocent. Don't you go get irate. Don't you go crazy when somebody tells you 
you did something or you doing something you know for a fact. And I'm talking about facts that you didn't. But well, here's what Tom Brady then. Tom Brady's in this case right now. He shows up last night, one for four, 10 yards, gets off the field. Garoppolo comes in. Offensive line doesn't block for him. It's a young offensive line, but it's the Patriots offensive line. You have to protect your quarterback because if this guy is going to be your quarterback for the next four or five weeks, you're going to need to win some games. You're going to need to win some games uh, as a Patriot until Tom Brady come back. At this point, depending on the way their schedule look, they might be the Jacksonville Jaguars in this. They're going to lose to Pittsburgh. They're going to lose to the Colts. They might beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I give you their schedule right now. I, I really, I still really like to see um, Aaron Rodgers. And when I pick, when I look at Aaron Rodgers in in, in these games and he throw nineteen passes, I think he's getting back into form. Where this time it won't be, I have to count on this or count on that or get it out. He's going to blow teams away now, if that's the case. And I'm in favor of that. No, you never take it easy on your opponent at all. I don't care who's quarterback, who's not in the game. That's their fault. If you get a chance to blow somebody away, blow them away. Because you put your team and you keep your team in a rhythm. And that carries over to next week. And now you look at the team that's scouting you for the next week. Your next opponent. We better get ours together because they're putting up this amount of points. They put up 22 points in preseason to the, to the New England Patriots 11. 22 points wins football games. 17 points wins football games if you have a defense. Because defensively, we keep people under 17 points. You're in the top 10 in your league. You keep them at 10, you're in the top three defensively in your league. And if I can put up 22 points, my quarterback's through 19 times. My starting quarterback, my best quarterback in the league, Aaron Rodgers. Well, I like their chances. I like what they, they set the tone for the regular season. Now, let's move down to some Jets and Geno Smith. Geno Smith got his... uh. They say he might be back for the first week, which is in three weeks, three or four weeks. He might be back for the Jets' first home opening game. Now, everybody's going crazy about Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and him being the starter. The Jets fans are so stupid anyway. They're not fans over there. It's fanatics over there. A fan understands what's going on. A, a, a fanatic won't understand that Fitzpatrick was with the Houston Texans and got released. There is no quarterback situation. No, there's no quarterback battle. There's no quarterback controversy in Houston, Texas. And here's the guy that the Jets wanted that they want instead of Geno Smith gets released from the Houston, Texas. The Houston, Texans haven't had a quarterback in his prime since Matt Schaub out of the University of Virginia. Well, Matt Schaub was at Atlanta, University of Virginia to Atlanta Falcons to Houston, Texas. They haven't had a quarterback since him. So with there not being a quarterback controversy in Houston, they make a decision to release Fitzpatrick. Now, you may like what they're doing over there. You may – I go to the even the box scores and what he did. It wasn't anything impression. The Jets played the Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford looks good. Looks good as the Jets um, – at the um, Detroit Lions – Quarterback looks like he's going to be into rare form with all his weapons that he have over there. But you're not if you're the New York Jets and you watching the crowd go crazy. You watching these guys boo the first preseason, not the first preseason, the first practice, which is crazy. 
You watching them boo their starting quarterback? And you want him to care and have a thick skin? Do yeah, you should have thick skin in New York. You should have thick skin anywhere. A lot of things shouldn't bother the things that bother us and makes us react the way we react to certain things. But that's who you have. You have Geno Smith. Give him all the opportunity. Make him feel like there's every opportunity for him to be to be successful. We know you have a defense. We know you have a defensive-minded coach. I'm, I don't want to put the stigma that Todd Bowles is just a defensive-minded guy. He's putting the team together. And then he has to come into some nonsense about a, a broken jaw or fight over $600, and I thought he handled that well. And what he said, um, I don't care who you are. You could be off this team. Now, we all, we all know that's not true because you're not getting rid of some of those stars that's on your team. You just can't do that. And, and it sounded good. Todd Bowles, but you handle the situation with Geno Smith and uh, the linebacker who's now with the Buffalo Bills, and Rex Ryan said this guy shows up, keep his mouth shut and work, not because he's told to do that because that's what, how he goes about his business because he wants to be somebody in there. The guy made a mistake. He apologized. But as much as I like him, the linebacker, as much as I like him that he'll punch a quarterback in the mouth and break his jaw, you got to show some restraint. You gotta have some type of restraint, and it's already again. Here, here we go again with my case study. It's already been done. Conduct detrimental. You're gonna have to pay a consequence for a mistake you made. And, and don't you know that that feeling, like when you were a little kid, that feeling that, man, why did I do that? I'm gonna get in trouble, not with my, just my mom, and I gotta wait for that trouble when my dad gets home. Anybody had that feeling? And it's the worst feeling. And you try. <laughs> And you try to go to sleep. You try to go to sleep, but your mom rats you out, tells your dad. He wakes you up, and you get another whooping. You get in trouble again. I think that's important. I mean, you sounds a little harsh and crazy. Wake me up. Yeah, well, well I shouldn't have got in trouble. I shouldn't have did what I did. Well, the linebacker shouldn't have done what he shouldn't have did what he did. He hit his starting quarterback. I don't know a lot of teams were going to hit Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in the mouth, although they may want to, but they know what they, their bread is buttered. Again, it goes back to, are we trying to win championships or not? Who's the leader in the locker room? It should have never got to that. Even in that conversation, it should have been jokingly said, even even a conversation piece in the locker room. Guys are around. They're around this conversation. They're seeing it. So the only thing that was left in this story was, to tell the story. There was nobody to break it up. And you see that stuff. Everyone's in the locker room. And maybe they thought it was joking. They're like, these clowns fighting over $600. Come on. I got 600 in my locker right now. Who's going to pay me back? I'll give it to him now, Gino. Gino, you don't have it? I'll give it to him right now. But fighting over $600 and you put Todd Bowles in this situation to come out as a starting head and a new head coach in this league and have to answer stupid questions about this. Well, it might have worked out for everybody. Todd, you set the tone. You had you got rid of him. Buffalo Bills picked him up, so he's still intent. He's probably gonna have to do some disciplinary actions to take place when the NFL because he signed because of his conduct detrimental. Buff, uh, the Jets get rid of him. Geno Smith may play. I'll come back and talk about Geno Smith and the last preseason game that was played yesterday. But there will be some today, and I get into that. Kwame, I suppose I will take this last break. We come back and finish up the show.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art, and competition, Surf Talk Show is the place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and The Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and entertainment that'll keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. East Coast on Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Welcome back to the show. I thought Frank was DJ. I sound like a DJ at the strip club. Uh, I think that's how the DJ sound in the strip club. The quarterback controversy with the – it's not so much a controversy, but you got Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and, and the fans. And I said I was going to finish up with the Jets. Geno Smith had surgery, put a plate in his jaw, which you don't have to wire, wire his jaw shut. Well, there's a possibility he may play in the first game. Um, Geno has to come back, and he has to show some leadership. He has to take control of the locker room. There has to be more veteran leadership in there, and I thought there were on the defensive side of the football, so I don't know how that escalated to him getting punched in the jaw, and it was over $600. But in this, in this nonsense, in this tragedy, the New York Jets are working out Matt Flynn. They're having Matt Flynn come work out. This is a guy who was in Green Bay behind Aaron Rodgers. Now, you know Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre forever. He got his job. He got his chance, and... The rest is history. Matt Flynn sits behind Aaron Rodgers forever. You're not playing in front of Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be a while. As I mentioned, the best quarterback in the National Football League. One of my favorites. Now he goes to Seattle, gets $10 million up front, or had, had a big deal, but 10 guaranteed as a backup quarterback because of that great game he had in, um, at the end of the year in Green Bay, which really didn't matter. Had a great game, put up those amount of numbers, significant amount of numbers as a passer. So as he sit on the sidelines, he sit on the bench, as he sit behind Aaron Rodgers, the Seattle Seahawks brings him in, gives him a great deal, ten million, ten million guarantee. The Seattle Seahawks then draft in the third round Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson beats him out, they let him go. Then he goes somewhere else and get released. I think Matt Flynn was in 
He might have been in Houston. Houston seems to be a turnstile for quarterback, so he might have been in Houston. Where was Matt Flynn? Oh, I'm sorry. He was with the Patriots. Matt Flynn was with the Patriots. This guy is consistently, continuously getting quarterback job opportunities to play in this National Football League. He may be... You have to do what you have to do if you're New York Jets. You have to do this. You have to find somebody. You have to get a quarterback. Again, when everybody's so up and all about what uh, Ick and Apolli did to Geno Smith, the linebacker for the what's then Jets and now with the Buffalo Bills, what he did, it's a, it's a tremendous trickle-down effect. Well, we got Ryan Patrick, and you so gun-ho on having him. Remember, this is the same guy who got caught in Houston where there's no quarterback controversy. So if you think he's that good, you wait till the season start. If you think him going to Harvard means he's a great quarterback, you have to have football IQ. The classes he took or may not have taken at Harvard didn't have anything to do with football. But if you got an ability to learn, a desire to learn, willingness to learn, and you want to learn this game, you just don't learn your position. You learn all the positions. So you know where everyone's supposed to be, when they're supposed to be there. You know what's opening. You learn the down and distance. You learn the tendencies. You learn situations. You learn team favorite players. Why this quarterback, why this coordinator has this quarterback, what they doing, why this head coach hired this coordinator. You think it's just go out there on Sundays and play. It's too much involved into football and being successful, and teams are not successful on how those type of guys who are willing to go to the intricate parts of learning this game. And that's then is when the game slows down for you. And it feels like everyone around you is playing in quicksand, but you, you're the only one moving fast. So Ryan Fitzpatrick going to Harvard has nothing to do with his football IQ. This guy just got cut. Now they want to bring in Matt Flynn, from, who just got released from the, the uh, New England Patriots. Your team can really be destroyed when there's no leadership. Your team can be in your corporate office. Your team can be... Uh, as we talk here in the football, your team can be in your business, in your community, in your society. There's no leadership or there's no guidelines. Things will fall and they will fall quick. Tony Richardson, uh, one of my – Tony Richardson, fullback, played 17 years in the National Football League. If you saw him, you would never think he was a fullback in the National Football League, guy who's taking care of himself, but it was a Jets also. One of the things he does is he's, uh, he urges Todd Bowles – to get a grip, not so much a grip, but take leadership of his team, boost the morale to these players, uh, right the ship, and maybe that was to get rid of um, Ink and Kapali. Maybe that was to, to get rid of him and show that anybody possibly could be gone. But Ink Kapali was a six-round draft pick. He's a six-round draft pick, played a lot on special teams. But you have to make the statement. If you make that statement, you have to show the actions. So that may be what he meant, um, Tony Richardson's former New York Jets fullback. That might have been what he meant uh, to Todd Bowles. But Todd Bowles, I think, handled it well. I think he has his under control. Can't concentrate like Rex Ryan did on just that defense. You got to put some things uh, in place offensively. But you got Chan Gailey over there. Chan Gailey's offense guy. You had, you had Marty Morningwig over there. You got to find a quarterback. 
There are no successful NFL teams in the National Football League that do not have a quarterback. It is impossible. We saw what our Arizona Cardinals went through last year. We were playing okay. We were playing winning football until we lost three quarterbacks. It's impossible to win football games without a quarterback, without a guy that the rest of the team will follow, believes in. When your third, when your second and third string come in, on a team that doesn't have leadership, on a team that's not, which can't withstand adversity, on teams like that, they start looking around like, is this guy going to get it done? As to the first string guy, they know he's going to get it done. They believe he's going to get it done and fight to the end, the last second on the clock. But when you bring in that second guy or that third guy, things are not Offenses change, plays change, the play calling change. Because he's the second guy for a reason. There's certain things he can't do. It is great when you got a quarterback controversy because you have two quarterbacks that possibly can start, and that might be the case that the Cleveland Browns have. But in this case with the New York Jets, you bring in Matt Flynn, you keep looking and searching. Remember I mentioned Terrell Pryor, who's trying to play receiver now? He's still a quarterback, but in his receiver role, you're giving him in and around to throw the football. Terrell Pryor, you're a quarterback or you're a receiver? Don't let them define you because there's a guy in Philadelphia who's determined to play quarterback, and teams keep bringing him in, although he's not a quarterback. So stick to your guns, man. If you want to play in this league, there's, there's better things. Again, when you get the legends and the alumni coming into the facility and they've been successful outside of football, well, you can always do something outside of football. But I know, as I stated, football is life. It's a huge sports is life. Football being a huge part of that, everything is just a game. But when you got a passion to do something, you got a desire, hope, and will, you want to get it done. That's why these guys stay around and hang around in football to the last leg. That's like Jordan coming back and wearing number 45. Before I get out of here, because I do got about a minute and a half left, before I get out of here, I think Dustin Johnson is leading in the uh, PGA Championship. Dustin Johnson, this guy, he's six under. You also have a couple guys that are six under, but he seems like he's the one in control at being six under. Now, let us not forget Jordan, Jordan Speed. He's five under. He's right there. This guy seems to always be right there or shows up on Sundays. It's Friday. We've got two more days of this. Seemingly, these guys will make the cut. You got McElroy. He's still in the picture. I think he was one under, uh, finishing up yesterday, one under. What he is today, I'm not sure. But Dustin Johnson seemingly have this under control. He's always had it under control. Let me give you this purse. This purse is $10 million. I think the winner gets about 1.8, close to 2.3, something like that. Dustin Johnson, George Cortez, uh, David Lingmurth, Y.E. Yang, Jordan Speed, Billy Herschel. You got these guys right here. But they're making a big story that Tiger dropped the F-bomb on hole number three. If you golf, you're going to hear the F-bomb quite a few times. It's Friday. I got to get out of here. I will talk to you guys Monday. Until then, enjoy your Fridays. Be safe. Kwamlas Sports Talk. I'm out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.